0: Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. We've been in this series within reach. I'm not going to keep you all day. We had a real good service this morning. Um, within reach, it's about, I thought it was going to be about one thing, and God, God kind of turned it around and made it about something else. Today, I want you to know, write this down, victories within reach. Write that down. There's some, some, last week I was talking about getting back some stuff. Today I want to talk to you about victory is within reach, amen? Victory in every area of your life. I want you to take some really good notes today because I want you to understand some stuff about life, amen? One of the things you got to realize is this, is there's always going to be a battle in the earth because the earth is a battleground. You're going to have to fight for victory, okay? Uh, I want you to know the whole thing about, Life is about an element of warfare, and I don't want to, like, I don't want to, like, push you into a way where you can't see this, but I want you to get this. There's obstacles and circumstances in everyone's life that produces pressure and produces resistance. Is that okay? Now, whether whether you could see it or you don't see it, it's still real. Okay? So I want today to let you know that victory in any area you need victory in is within reach. We can give you the tools to obtain victory in life. There's going to be some areas you're going to have to really maybe adjust to see this thing the way you need to see it to help you. Because I want you to know, really easy, there will always be a battle because the earth is a battleground. Okay? So sometimes as a Christian, you want to try to get out of the pressure. Right? You want to try to get out of the obstacles. You want to try to get out of the pressing. You want to try to almost disconnect. Man, can I get a day off? Can I get a spiritual day off? Come on, right? Can I get like, can I get a mental day off? You know what I'm saying? Can I just take a break from reality and just chill out? Well, I got news for you. No, because as long as you're in the earth, you're going to have resistance. Now, here's the thing. Now, I want you to really pay attention. I'm not going to keep you all down. I'm going to be real short today. I want you to get this and go because I'm going to give you too much. It'll mess you up. Here's the thing. Just hear me with this. This is really cool if you think about it. Some of the stuff is known and some of the stuff you're battling is unknown. And just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not real. The resistance, you know what I mean? And that could be in the arenas of your mind. That could be in the you know, come on, and that could be in any arena of life. That could be the arena of the pressure. Well, you know, well, look at your critics. You know, let me tell you something about the enemy. The en- listen to me. If you listen if you prescribe what I'm writing today, you'll understand. Oh, I got an adversary. You know, I started. You know how I started? <laughs> it was really funny. You have an adversary a lot of times in life, and don't even realize that it's an adversary. Anything coming against your credibility, that's an adversary. Hello? Anything coming out against you in areas of thought, it's an adversary. Don't go petting people and go. Oh, you know, they're just people. They're goofy, is what they are. Yes. They're goofy people trying to speak junk in your life. You know what I'm saying? So come on, smile a little bit and know I'm telling you the truth here. Because look, look, listen to this, right? A- anything that tries to come and take your credibility and integrity is trying to come against your character is an attack of the enemy. I don't care where it comes from. So you got to understand how to position your heart to just push it. Like, why are you coming against my credibility? Why? Because see, the enemy wants to get you to get the wrong image of you. The whole thing's been about an image, guys. I've been telling you this For a while now, the object is to see Jesus, but you know why Jesus wants you to see him? So you could discover who you are. The whole thing of identity is Jesus. Remember I told you this? Peter looks at Jesus and goes, hello? And Jesus goes, Peter, who am I? Well, you don't know Jesus. You don't know who you are. Jesus, like what? You don't know you're Jesus? I mean, what, what kind of question is this? Who am I? Well, and in Peter, check this out. He does it really cool, but he's really getting, he goes, well, some people say you are. You see, here's the problem. You ever notice about this? A lot of times you go by what people say about other people, and then you meet the person and find out they're nothing about anything like what other people said about them. Amen. You ever been there? Amen. You know what I have mean? been in the ministry for a minute, you know, and you hear, oh, that guy, he's bad, and he's weird, and you're like you meet the guy, and it's like, the guy's great. I don't even know what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? So you don't preconceive on other people's opinion of others. What does he say? Who am I? And what does he say? He said, you're the Christ. But then he goes, now, Peter, the only reason why I need you to recognize me is so you could discover you. Then let me tell you who you are. See, Peter could never separate himself from what God said he was, even though it was the greatest battle of his life. Because when Jesus said, where are you going? He said, I can't go nowhere but be with you. Because you say things that only you say that changes my life forever. You guys got to get around somebody that's going to encourage you. See, here's the thing with life. A lot of people are talking down to you. You got to get around somebody that's going to encourage you. Because I'm going to tell you right now, this is the truth. Man, when I said this a couple of ago, nobody's lied to you more than you. I asked myself, I said, why why can't you trust yourself? You can't trust yourself. Nobody's lied to you more than you. That's why you got to believe what somebody else says about you. That's why you got to trust somebody can't trust everybody that's why you got to qualify people for relationship but once you qualify them you got to know who to listen to you're only as good as who you listen to i'm going to tell you something here i don't care what anybody tells you most people won't believe the book and they ain't going to believe what jesus said about them because the worst thing they could do is think about themselves what they want to think you're not allowed to think about yourself what you want to think what is somebody what are you saying about me that that bible says about me See, you're only as good as the person you listen to. That's the God's honest truth. That's where value's found. That's why you search the earth looking for wisdom. You'll search your life looking for wisdom. And you'll find out it's one of the most precious commodities in the earth. Because not a lot of people have it. And then you want to, who am I? This cry of mankind, who am I? Well, you say I'm this, you say I'm that, you say I'm this. I'm talking about you. I got to discover who I am. And the enemy, all he wants to do is rip the image of who you are. And they'll have a bunch of critics telling you what they think about you, but it has nothing to do with the truth of who you are. So now i got to believe somebody, but who can I trust? So the Lord got us in this spot where you think about it. He said, what I want to tell you, warfare is going on all the time. Something's coming against your thoughts. Something's coming against your mind. Something's coming against your will. Something's coming against your emotions. Something's coming against you. And what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to elevate yourself to understand i got to get beyond this thing. But here's what I want you to know. I got good news for you today. I think I got great news for you today. There's always going to be an adversary, whether you know it or it's, so here's the thing. Known adversaries are almost easier to handle than the unknown adversary because I can't see it. What I can't see, it's hard to diffuse because I have to discern. Most people don't discern real well because I can't see it. I don't know how to fight it. But I want... what am I talking about? I'm talking about those ideas you have in the midnight hour. Those insecurities we all have, those things are coming. They're attacks, guys. They're pressure points trying to make you feel less than what God made you to be. Yes. Some people think happiness is if the sun comes out. Happiness has nothing to do with the sun. Happiness has to do with the position of the heart. Amen? Amen? You could be happy every day. You could have joy every day. So we're going to press in some of these things because the Bible makes it clear to say this. Look what it says in 2 Corinthians. It says this, and I like it. In 2 Corinthians chapter 2, 14, it says, Now thanks be unto God, which always causes me to triumph in Christ. And he makes manifest the Savior of his knowledge by us in every place. Ain't that good? Everybody say this. Say, God always causes me to triumph. That means we always win. So I'm going to say this sometimes in life. Sometimes in life it didn't look like I won. So I got to ask myself, if I could win, why did I not win? But guess what? I got news for you. There's a way to win. Come on, somebody. What's that mean? So that means I got to position myself to think like God has winning on his mind for me. Amen. You can't get this defeated Christianity. You can't get this Christianity that's like, oh, you know, every once in a while. No, you got to get a victory Christianity. Amen. You got to get victory on your mind. Is that okay? you got to get victory in everything you do. I win, amen. Everything I do, I win, amen. Every place I go, I win, amen. What would you say? I don't know what this guy's talking about. I'm talking about your marriage is what I'm talking about. We make it to the end. I'm talking about your kids. They serve God all the days of their life. I'm talking about your finances. I prosper no matter what. I don't care if you got three nickels, rub them together. I prosper no matter what. This Bible said I prosper. This Bible says I'm well. This Bible said I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I can do what he said I can do. Amen. Come on, you gotta start believing you got here's a we go, I don't know, maybe God's for me. God's for you, amen you got to get this thing figured out early so you can stand your ground. You know the hardest thing about an enemy? If you don't know you're supposed to win, you don't fight right. Come on. Come on. You won't fight right. You live... To... Listen, I'm going to say something, and I'm being serious. You know, you see all these people in the earth. And I'm, 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 I'm going to tread lightly here. You know, you see these people, right? These natural... They're taking... their People are taking their life because they're living in pressure, man. You can't even put on the TV without seeing somebody. You don't think... You don't think that they're not just fighting a battle of the mind? It's absolutely. You don't think it's out there? It's out there. People that got it together look like they're falling apart. Well, guess what? Yeah, you're right. They are. You want to know why? Because they're living between their ears. Amen? And you can't live between your ears. I'm telling you, I've been telling you this a long time. You better catch what I'm saying. You, if you're the only voice you got in your head, you're in trouble, man. You got to elevate somebody else's voice in your head and say, I'll believe that. Who am I? Tell me who I am. Get around people that make you happy about who you are. Amen? You know what I'm saying? You know, well, you know, you just like your mama. You're just like your daddy. Oh, be quiet. Get away from that. Run somewhere where somebody likes you, amen? Come on. I'm going to hang out where people like me. They think I'm good. Hey, Pastor Chris, you're awesome. Praise the Lord. Let's go to lunch. Amen, right? So you want to hang out with these ding-dongs. They talk stupid all day long, and then you wonder why you come out. You ever hang around with somebody that's all shot out? You leave shot out with their shot outness when you leave their presence. You say, Pastor Chris, praise God. I oh, don't know. No, it's true. Listen, I'm listen, I'm not knocking people that are going through it in the arena, arena of their mental stress. It's out there. It is. It's everywhere. But I got to use the tools. See, here's the problem with the enemy. If you fight with his weapons, you're in trouble. You got to fight with your weapons. Amen? We got weapons of our warfare. They're mighty through God. They pull down. So I, well, I wish to God sooner or later you start believing this book you've been toting around in the last 20 years and start doing it. Come on. Come on, amen. Well, I'm a Christian. I go to church. I don't do nothing the book tells me, but I'm a Christian. Come on, man. You got to start applying this stuff, amen. And what I'm saying is you get up sometimes and you feel that. No, man. Greater is he, speaking the word, changing your life. Come on, there's some stuff in here that God said I can triumph, I want to triumph. Look at this right here. Watch this. One of the greatest things you got to know is this. Write this down. It's only temporal. Everything you're facing is only temporal. That means it's subject to change. You can change anything you see. You can change it. You say, Pastor Chris, are you telling me I can change circumstances and situations? Yes and amen, you can What the word of God? Do you realize the word of God is the most powerful force on the face of the earth, in the heavens, in the earth, everywhere, the atmosphere? You don't realize the earth rotates because of God's word. He said, "Light be," and the earth went into motion. He spun the thing one time; it didn't stop spinning. Come on, man! You don't think God? Come on, man! You got to put the truth in the word of God. Look what it says in the Bible. In 2 Corinthians, this is so good. It says the word of God is what? It's powerful and the temporal things can be changed. 2 Corinthians 4.17, it says it like this. For our light affliction. Everybody say light affliction. That means it's not that, it's not that, it seems big, but it's not that big. Amen? Because when you got a big God, look, man, when you got a big God, guess what? Big stuff that looks big in the earth shrinks compared to your God. You know, Brother Hagin it was funny, i tell you this story. Brother Hagen, Kenneth Hagen, was at Raymond, and he talked about a church he had in, I don't know, somewhere, Lubbock or somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in wherever he was in Texas or something like that. And um, he said this, he said, um, he said, man, I had, a, I had a prayer group. He said, let me tell you right here now. He said, don't give them a prayer request if you don't want it answered. Knows the truth. He said, these ladies got every prayer request answered every time. And he said, really? And it was funny, one of our instructors, Doug Jones, was there. And the ladies, one of the head intercessors of that group, came to Rama and visited. We were in school. And, you know, brother Doug Smart, he goes, I want to know what they know. Because the only di- remember this, the only difference from where you're at and somebody you want to be, they know something you don't know. Get that? The only difference when you, where you're at and where you want to be, the person you want to be, Know something you don't know. So don't be a know-it-all. I tell that kid this. I took him yesterday. The other day, I told Luca, I said, you don't know Jack. Just be quiet, and everything they say, you do. So after, you know, we did some stuff, he's practicing, you know, I said, no. I said, go pick up all them cones. Well, I got to do it, because I said so. Go pick up all the cones. (laughs) I went out there with him. I said, pick up every one of these cones. Coach is like, why are you picking up the cones? I said, because he got to learn some stuff about listening. See, we got a bunch of people want to just talk. Nobody wants to listen. And that's I'm telling you a little kid. You 40 years old, you still don't listen. <laughs> Cut it out. Stop, you gotta listen. And here's the thing, I understand, I'm not trying to be smart. I love you guys. You understand? I'm just being an example. You gotta listen. Everybody knows everything. I don't know, Jack. When I make big decisions, I go talk to people smarter than me. You gotta get around somebody that you can listen to. I wrote something the other day. I put it there. I said, oh, you don't want to listen to instruction today? You're going to cry. Let me tell you. Oh, man, here I go. Listen to me. Listen to me and get this. You're going to cry. Everybody in this room is going to cry some tears. The amount of tears you cry is going to be determined by the level of instruction you follow. I'm going to make you cry. I'm not going to do it by choice, but I'm going to make you cry because I'm not always going to tell you what you want to hear. Cry with me early so you don't have to cry forever later. Oh, I've been in here. I'm in love. I said, You better run. But I'm in love. Cry with me today, honey, or you'll be crying forever. You in love. Because I'm mean. I ain't mean. I'm trying to help you. (laughs) Cry with me early. But I want to go do this. Cry with me early. They're easy tears. Otherwise, you'll be crying forever by the decisions of your life that ain't taking you nowhere. You understand what I'm saying? You're going to cry. But cry early, because if you cry ever, you might be, listen, you cry, listen, if you cry later, you might be crying forever. Obedience is not tough. Disobedience is tough. Obedience seems tough when you do it in the minute, but guess what? <laughs> but guess what? If you don't follow instruction, oh, I've been there. Man, I was just, oh, I was so, man, no meant maybe. Remember when no meant maybe? You don't want to hear me in here. I'm preaching way better than everybody's amen to me. Remember when no meant maybe? Remember, you don't remember? You want to take a picture? Take a picture. Here, come on. Thank you. Remember when no? Remember, I could do 10 things at once. Remember when no, man, maybe? You don't want to hear me. Remember when no, man, man, God said no. You say, hey, God, maybe. Hey, God. God, but she needs the Lord. He needs the Lord. I can lead him to the Lord. No, but maybe, maybe. Don't do that with your money. But maybe God will give it back. Maybe, no, man. Man, you know what caused you to understand no? Pain 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 is a miserable teacher oh my god this hurts so much i don't want to feel this again that's what i learned after 20 years no me no now i go god are you sure you're sure you sure you want me to do this because i don't even want to think about doing something you don't want to do. and he's yelling from me. son i want you to do that but god are you really sure Because I'm really enjoying life right now, and I don't need to see, because the greatest pain I've ever felt has been self-afflicted pain that I've created. So back to my story. So Doug Jones goes, this lady knows something about prayer, and he goes and says, can I like, can I talk to you? Can I talk to you? And he said, sure, son, what do you want to know? He said, what in the world is the difference between the way you guys prayed and the way we pray? Because we ain't getting all our prayers answered. And she said, Well, you know what I kind of noticed with you guys? He said, What's that? He said, I started noticing something about like this generation of prayers. They seem to magnify the problem a lot. And, and, and by the time they go to get in the presence of God, their problem's so big, their God's so small, he can't do nothing about the problem they're bringing. He said, You know what we learn to do? She said, we just magnified God and made him so big that by the time we got in the presence of our God with that problem, that problem looked so small and our God looked so big, it was done and annihilated before we could even get in there. Yeah. Amen? That's what happens. We got this thing figured out from the mountain. Jesus said, speak to the mountain. Don't write me a description of the mountain. Amen? <laughs> write it out. And we got pictures of the mountain. Look at my mountain, my God in heaven. Look at this thing. This is a ginormous mountain. The doctor said he'd never seen a mountain like this before in his life. Come on, man. Look, I've been there, right? I've been there. I've been there. I've been there when they told me to go home and die. Oh my God. You ever get? Let me tell you, I had a lady show up with that Bible study with Todd and them guys. She showed up with paperwork. The hospital said, We can't do nothing for you. Go home and die. You ever see papers like that? It was a stack of papers from the hospital. It was OMC or MCO, whatever that thing, that Orlando hospital. Said basically, I read the back page and said, Go home and die. I said, You guys are lawyers. You should know what this thing said. Basically says go home and die. I said, that's what I thought. Ain't that great? What do you do with that paperwork? Pin it up on the wall and lay hands on it? I said, give me a break. I said, you'll live and not die. Glory to God. You don't have to die. As long as God's spirit's in me, I don't care less what kind of paperwork they gave for you. Glory to God. If God said he'll give me the victory, he'll give me the victory. If Jesus said he's a healer, then he's a healer. If Jesus said he can do it, then he can do it. The burden of proof is on him, not you. Just do what he said, amen? What you gonna do? Stand there. Tell everybody right there, what's you? I'm a walking corpse. That's what I am. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm a walking corpse. Don't get all messed up. So what am I trying to get you to see? We got warfare going on all the time. We got to understand how to fight it, even when you can't see it. Why are you depressed? I'll tell you why. Somebody's speaking to your head. Why are you down on yourself? Somebody's speaking to your mind. Why is your confidence messed up? Something's speaking in between your ears. Let me tell you, there's voices talking all day long. You got to talk back to them. Well, I don't hear them. They're in your head. Yeah. You got to talk to them. You got to talk to them. got to talk to it. Speak to it, okay? So write these down. But did you get that? It's only temporal. Second Corinthians four seventeen. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory, while we look not. Look at this. Oh, look at this. Everybody say, praise the Lord. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal. And temporal means what? Subject to change. That means they could change. So what you see could change. Well, how do I change the things I see? But what? The things which are not seen are what? Eternal. So what's eternal? The word of God is eternal. Jesus said, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word is lasting forever. See, we gotta elevate the word of God to be the final authority in our life. It's the word of God. So what do I do with temporal? I change it with eternal. So what do you got temporally that needs to get some change? Here we go now. It gets quiet in here because here comes the work. You gotta speak it. You gotta believe it. Say, well, I don't want to speak it and believe it. Then you want to live battling the rest of your life. That's the truth, right? So what I gotta do. I gotta What? what I gotta do. Now watch this, right? I gotta what? I got to speak it and believe it. I got to take eternal word and put it on temporal situation. How many know some of you got temporal money problems? Oh, yeah. But watch this. Those money problems will stay forever if you don't what? Eternally fix them. Come on, somebody. You got temporal body problems. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Smile on your brother. Let us love one another right now. Come on. Help me. Help me help you. It's temporal. You change it with eternal. Some of you got mindsets there. Temporal. You change it with eternal. Some of you got jacked up marriage. Temporal. We're going to make you on your honeymoon every day of your life. Come on, somebody say, I love my wife. Come on, somebody. Amen. Praise the Lord. Why? It's a to change because you put eternal on it. How do I do it? I take the word of God and I put it in a position. But here's the thing. Everybody say, I got weapons of warfare. You do. It's 2 Corinthians 10, right? Isn't that it? 2 Corinthians 10.3, let's go there. Now, I, I'm saying, here he, I don't know, he gets all excited about the word of God. He's all, you know, He just, he's really, Pastor Chris gets excited. I know what you think about me. Pastor Chris get excited. He so excited. He loves the Lord. And you sit there all the while, with well, you? Do not disturb, sign. Do not disturb me. Don't disturb me because it's Father's Day. I'm visiting and I don't really want to hear you yelling at me. I just want to go to normal church. I want to go to a normal place where we just you go to church, people are normal. (laughs) Ain't nobody normal in this room. Look around. Jesus, good God, help me. Help me, these people ain't normal. That's why we got security. (laughs) Jesus. What's wrong with you, man? You think these people are normal? Oh my god, some of these people are half crazy. But but it's okay, we're working on your temporal. Come on, stay with me. You gotta laugh once in a while. It's Father's Day. You guys laugh about anything. I don't know if I like you. I don't know if I like you. We're working out by the time service is over. We'll figure it out. How that? Hey, praise the Lord. We got a Bass Pro Shop card here somewhere. We're all going fishing. Praise God. We don't know if we're taking you. You have not been convinced yet that we want you in the boat. For what? For though we walk in the flesh. <laughs> I'm funny, Norman. Today, I got some. Jo- I got good stuff. I know you got nice hair, right? For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Do you see this? Well, I'm just gonna be natural. <laughs> That's what people do, right? Don't they do that. Well, I just want to be. Sa- I want to think sensible. If you're in the earth, there's nothing sensible about it. We came from another planet, man. This is like, like Twilight Zone stuff. You're a new creature in Christ. Come on. If you're going to believe this gospel, go all in. But don't go halfway in. Well, you know, I like that, but what do you mean? Like, hello, like, there, uh, you know, there's an enemy. There's a devil. You go to the church and they tell you there's no devil and they're lying. Hello, he's out there. Okay, he's not running down the street with a pitchfork in his hand with a long tail going, I'm the devil. I'm going to get you. He's in between your ears with lies. Thoughts, ideas, and suggestions. You get me? So as I'm being kind of funny, get what I'm saying. We walk in the flesh, we don't want war after the flesh. So he didn't even ask if there was going to be a war. He just said, if you're in the flesh, you got to fight. If you're in the flesh, you got to fight. And if you're in the flesh, you got to fight to get out. Because it's in the earth. And look what he says. Look at the next verse. Woo, he said this. He said, for the weapons of our warfare, they ain't carnal. That means they're not natural. Carnal means to be naturally minded or basically to basically be fighting this thing in a a fleshy sort of way. But mighty through God to pull down strongholds. And look at this. Keep going. Watch this, man. This is going to help you, right? To what? Cast down. Oh, look at this. Ain't this something right here? little joker. We caught him, right? Look what he says. He said, and cast down what? Oh, Oh, ain't that something? He said, oh, let me show you some of the tools this guy's got. He's got an imagination. You know why? You want to know why? You want to know why he got imagination? Let me tell you why. This, 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 let me tell you something about this devil. He's, listen to me. This joker's got more, he's got more faith in the God in you than you do. The Bible says he believes and trembles because he understands the potential you have. Did you get this? Now watch this, okay? Now get this, okay? I'm gonna I, I, tell you, you gotta stay with me. I don't care what you do, I could change your life in the next five minutes. Remember this, get this and write this down for some of you that got it, okay? Watch this, because I got this, right? Here's the thing, attack, write this down. Attack, everybody write this down. Attack is the proof that your enemy anticipates your success. Attack is the proof that your enemy anticipates Your success. Because you ain't going to attack something you don't think can win. You didn't hear me in here. Attack is the proof that if you're pressing against me, you're scared of me. You ain't scared of something that cannot defeat you. Why is he so nervous? Now watch this. Can you put that back up there? Thank you. Check this out. It's so good. Stay with me. Give me five minutes. I'm not keeping you long. Stay with me. Cast down imaginations. Watch this. Remember, what we here. Watch. Listen to me. Imagination is where your creativity is found. Memory is where your past is found. He could care less about your memory, even though he'll attack your memory. He just wants to stop your creativity. Stop thinking you can be that. Stop thinking you're that. Stop believing you can be. I can't. see. Because look, imagination shows me where I was, and uh, listen. Memory shows me where I was and what I've done. Imagination shows me where I can go. He wants to stop the creativity side of you. He could care less about the memory side of you. He'll remind you of your memory, but he'll cast down the thoughts that come in that can take you to another level. Because you're only, listen to me, you're only as good as what you think. As a man thinketh, so is he. So the minute you start thinking I can break into another dimension, he fights you to cast that, that what? That imaging in your mind and pull it away from you. Cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. What's he saying? He's saying these are the things you're going to try to get your imagination and for stopping you from going to another level. Stopping you from stepping into another dimension. Stopping you from being there. That's what he wants to do. He wants to stop you from believing anything can change. He wants to stop you from believing anything could change in this thing. He wants to stop you from believing you could be something greater than maybe you thought yesterday. He wants to stop you from believing. I have the potential to do more, be more, see more. I got the potential to go further. I got to cast down imagination every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. What's that mean? What's that mean? What's that mean? That means what? I got to discipline my mind. I got to tell my mind what it can think. I got to tell my mind what it can focus on. I got to tell my mind what it can leave in the archives of my head. I have to. Some of the weapons, check this out. You got to get victory. Here's a big one. You got to get victory over your words. I'm going to give you a couple of these, right? You got to get victory over your words. You got to start you got to start watching what you're saying. Cuz until you see if victory is within reach, you got to use the element of saying the right things. You got to say the right things, even when you don't know. You got to say the right things. You can't just say what you want to say. You got to say what you have to say, and sometimes it's going to hurt to say what you have to say because I got to say some stuff. Sometimes I don't want to say, but I got to say it anyway because that's the key to get my victory. Amen. You got to say some stuff you need to say. See, victory is found in your mouth. Amen? I'm going to give you a couple of weapons. It's the word is a weapon. Everybody say, the word's a weapon. Word. Y'all know the Bible, right? It says this. Jesus said in John 8:28. I'm going to give you a couple of things. I'm going to let you. Look at this. Jesus said in John 8. Then Jesus said in them, John 8:28. How many you know the words of your mouth? Now get this, and I'm going to take you there, and we're going to go there. The words of your mouth are powerful. Then said Jesus unto them, when they have lifted up the Son of Man... Then shall you know that I am he and that I do nothing of myself. He said, I don't do nothing of myself. What do you mean you don't do nothing of yourself? I don't say nothing, I don't think nothing, and I don't do nothing. Go to James real quick. I feel this in here. Okay? Is this all right? You doing okay? Give me a couple minutes. Go to James. Go to James. Go to James where? Where you want to go? James chapter 3. Y'all been there, but you need to read it. James 3 and 1. You okay? Is this helping you? You seeing it? I got to get my mouth right. Everybody say, get your mouth. Look at your neighbor and say, get your mouth right. Look at your other neighbor say, get your mouth right. Come on. Look, look it says, right? You gotta get your mouth right. Hey, Amen. You don't get your mouth right, you can't find victory. You can't be talking junk all day and then go, oh, I want to speak the word of God. If you don't even believe your words, why in the world would the listen, if you can't even believe your own words, why in the world would God and the devil believe you? Come on, look. My brethren, be not many masters. You see it? Look up there, right? knowing that you shall receive a greater condemnation. Everybody pay attention to verse 2. Here we go. For in many things we offend all. Now get this. If any man offend not in word, he is perfect. And he's able also to bride of the whole body. Well, what did you say? Look at verse 3. We go back. Behold, we put bits. So remember the the bits in the horse's mouth? Y'all heard this stuff. Lead the horse. Remember the rudder in the ship steers the boat. Go back to verse 2. He said, you offend a lot, but if you don't say it with your mouth, you can't be offensive. Here's the best part. The same is a perfect man able to bridle the whole body. Wait a minute now, bro. You said, well, he's showing us. You put that bit in that horse's mouth, where's his body go? Wherever you go. You put a rudder in that ship, where'd the boat go? Jesus said, where your mouth goes, that's where your body's going. It's a law. Say what? Where your mouth goes, your body goes. The whole body. The same is a perfect man able to bridle the whole. Oh, I feel the anointing in here, man. Don't say nothing different than that word says about you. Because the minute you say something, listen what happens. Remember, I showed you this? I could, watch this. You better pay attention. Come on. I could do all things through Christ. You, know, you mean, Pastor, Chris, you're going to say this? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start saying it everywhere. You say it everywhere? Next time you get in that ring. Next time you step in that ring, I could do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Next time I play golf, man, you better get ready. I'm going to do all things. You better get ready, bro. My game just went up. Come on, man. I could do all things. Come on, all things. What's it doing? It's putting, my ha- it's putting my life on a track. I, I always prosper. See, you were on Broke Street. You talk your way out of Broke Street. I- what he said, my mouth puts a track that my body's on, it's a law. It's a law. It's a law. He said, you can get your mouth. It'll steer that whole body. It'll steer that. Well, no wonder why some of you ain't got victory. What's been coming out your mouth? Well, you know, I'm sick and everybody's sick. Well, everybody broke. Whole house broke. Mom was broke. Broke, broke, broke. You know, Aunt Mary's jacked up. Tommy smoking crack, Hank smoked crack all his life. Come on, I know how you talk. Come on, you guys gotta be real. You go to church, you get all weird, like you don't talk like this at home. I know what you do when you go home. Someone's almost always been drunk since 83. That's what you're gonna be like your dad, grandma, grandpa. Come on, stop. Stop. And then you wanna wonder why, where there's no victory? There ain't no victory in your mouth. If there ain't no victory in your mouth, then one day there can't be victory the next day. You gotta say what the word of God says. I'm not saying deny situations, go, hey, you know what? They might be challenged, but praise God, we're not. We got victory, amen? You got to get the word of God coming out of your mouth. You got to get the word of God coming out of your mouth. You got to start speaking some stuff over that matter. Well, why don't we just get a divorce? Yeah, good job, genius. That's what you need to be speaking over this thing. That's really in life. wonder where you'll be going next. You know what? Stand there the next time you get stupid like that and go like this. You want to know what? We're going to stay together forever so I can make you miserable being in my presence forever. How's that sound? So you know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to get, we're never going to get divorced. Matter of fact, you know what, honey? We're going to stay married forever so I can make you miserable for the rest of your life. Hallelujah. Amen praise the Lord. You know what I mean? Because we're all work in progress. You, all you people lie. You got to go in this row. There's like, you know, like this, like, let's get a hundred years of marriage. and puzzle, Right? Right. What are you doing? Basically, you're trying to work the misery out of one another. Isn't that right? And you stay together while it's all happening. Isn't that true? Isn't that marriage? Praise the Lord. Everybody clap and get excited. Hallelujah. That's what it is. And basically, yeah, that's what it is. And, you know, and, and then you're just going to get older together. Praise God. You know, it might, I don't know. I mean, my eye doesn't go back as quick as it used to. I told you that the other day. Everything's probably great. Praise God. I don't know. Whatever. Nip it, tuck it, plastic it, fill it. Do whatever you got to Put some bondo on it. I could care less. But get ready to understand this. This is what I'm trying to get you to understand. You got to get this thing Right about your money. You got to get, oh, the kid? Oh, that's great, right? You know, these kids, I was told them in the morning service, isn't this something? You brought that little joker to church. You know, this is funny. Some of you have been here they were in the basket. You brought them home. You brought them to church the next day. You got them baby dedicated. You rubbed oil on them. You poured a holy water on them. You took them to church. You put them in Christian school. You homeschooled them. You life schooled them. You took them to camp. They went to Christian camp. They got filled with the Holy Ghost. These kids don't know. That. They couldn't curse. They couldn't do this. They couldn't watch that. They couldn't do this. They got locked down. You locked them in a room. You baptized them in the spirit. You did it all. And then this joker turns around one Day and goes I don't know if I want to serve God anymore how about punch you in the head bro what do you mean you don't know if you want to serve God anymore I've been grooming you since day one and you don't know if you want to serve God oh my god are you kidding me some of you didn't sign up for this rodeo can I get an amen Praise be to God. You know what I mean? And then you stand there and go, what am I going to do? Well, you could, you could jump off a bridge, which is not a good idea, because guess what? It's life. You know what you got to do? You got to stand there and go, guess what? I declare and I decree. You're going to serve God all the days of your life, because as much as right now I'd like to fall off the face of the earth, because for 40 years I've been training you to make the right choices, you're not making the right choices right now, but it's okay. God's bigger than your mess ups. Hallelujah. You're going to serve God, you little joker. Little joker's 50. Look, this is life. But y'all like, well, I guess I'm doomed. You ain't doomed. What are you speaking? What are you saying? Pastor Chris, I'm just trying to hold it. Don't you realize there's a war going on? There's a war going on. Oh, you know what? I don't really care the decisions you make. I'm still going to be there. I ain't going. On. I think sometimes they press you to see if you're going to leave. I'll still be here. I got adults. They do it. They're 60. They do it. Because you're going to get mad at me? Now I ain't going to get mad at you. I'm going to yell at you in the office. But I'm not going to quit on you. Because if it ain't lifelong, I don't want to do it. I didn't come for a season. If you did, you won't make it to the end. I didn't come for a season. I got to use the right tools, though. That's funny, but it's reality, isn't it? You're praying for. Yeah, I'll tell you. I got a, the family. We, we we prayed. You know what I'm talking about. We prayed for one of the members of the family for years. they She prayed more for him than I did. I can guarantee you that. And just the other weeks, things started happening where consciousness of God showed up in a greater dimension than ever before. And I know it bubbled up. I said, "This is your time. Your time for God is now." And I had one simple statement: Don't forget who got you here. Don't ever forget who got you here because everything that happened in your life happened because we prayed. And God moved on your behalf to show you that he's real. Don't you forget the God that got you there. That's it. I'm out. That's between you and the Lord now. You need me You know where to find me. But understand this. That's an answer to prayer. Don't forget him. Are you there? And that's all you do because those experiences, they can't never forget. And I don't want to tell you. I'm not taking credit for it. Nobody's saying this. I, don't forget, God got you there. We prayed and God moved on your behalf because he loves you and he's showing you how much he loves you. And let me tell you right here now, if I got to give up, and this is the last thing I have, I said, if you got to give up him for anybody, give them up quicker. Don't ever give him up. Because if you can't, if you can't, if you can't, if I can't, if I can't roll with Jesus, I don't want to roll with you. You ain't, you ain't worth it. You understand what I mean. You love people. But if they, they make you leave your Jesus at the door, You ain't helping me. Look at this last one. Victory, I'm telling you, you could get victory in your emotions. You could get victory over what you think. This is a big one. Write this down. You got to get victory over what you think. It's Isaiah 26. Isaiah 26, verse 1. It's two places because I'm going to show you. You got to get victory in your thoughts. Isaiah 26, it's so good. You feel the anointing in here shift? It's okay, we're done. Here we go. Lamar's playing, I love it. 26-1, but then I'm gonna show you the last one because I really believe this is in here. In that day, Isaiah, Isaiah 26, verse one, he's gonna keep you in perfect peace. In that day, man, I love this. This song shall be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city salvation. Will God appoint for walls and blocks Keep going. It's verse four we really get going. Open ye the gates that the righteous nations which keep thy truth may enter in. I just like that. Open up the gates and let us in. Keep the truth. Look at verse three. Keep going. Thou will keep him in perfect peace, Woo-hoo. whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusts in thee. <laughs> you say, I'm telling you, it's like if I if I could explain to you the spirit realm. It's cool. It's like Matrix. You're slow internally and everything's moving by. It's like you just, it just slows down. Your peace on the inside. So, What are you going to do? Just roll. Keep you in perfect peace. Look at this next one, right? Everybody write this down. Praise. Praise. I got to get victory over my mind. What I think, praise is my victory over my focus. Second Chronicles 20, 22. Praise, everybody say praise is my victory for my focus. So you see, because here's what God did. God gave you worship and praise to take your focus off your problems and put it on Him. Worship was given to the church so we could take our eyes off the problem and put our eyes on him. It's kind of like I was saying, look, take your eyes off the little and put your eyes on the big. Focusing my worship towards God shifts shifts my focus off of my problem and puts me on a God that can solve my problem. Praise and worship. But I want to read this. I read this in the morning. That's what blew up in the house. And when they began to sing and to praise... Right there, right there, right there, right there, right there. When they began to sing, and when they began to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Mon, Moab, Mount Syria. Come on, look at the end of it, and look at this, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. Go back to verse 22, the first part of it. Thank you. And this is what I told him. I said, "Look it, it's a weapon." He put the word of God in your mouth like a sword of the Spirit, and he put praise in your heart as a weapon to overcome the enemy. And this I almost say now look at me. I've never said this in the history of my life. This is so good because it's God. I believe the word of God is for the enemies I can see, but I believe praise and worship is for the enemies I know not of. See, the word of God is for the enemies I can see. Because I could speak at the stuff I can see. But praise and worship being given to me for the enemies I know not of. Because I don't know where they come from. And the Bible said, see, God gave me the word to speak. But see, you understand what I'm saying? Moms, you know what I'm saying? The word of God, I can speak. If I see hey mess get your hand off that kid get your hand off that money i can speak greater is he i could i could see the enemies i could see i could speak the word of god because i see them come on what what i got what's a what's a good what's a good offense man when you understand the defense come on right i know how to fight military strategy right you got hey man if we know where you are we know how to get you but if i can't see you how can i find you Man, listen to me, my worship will locate my enemies. My praise, my praise will expose my enemies. My worship will expose my enemies. They'll find the unknown, attack, and before I can even get to the battle, my God will come against them and crush them before my feet. Come on, somebody, you see it? See those lepers? Now those lepers make sense right? those That leper's sitting there. We're going to die. What are we going to do? we just going to stay here and die. we going to die. Ain't nothing to do. We can't go nowhere. We leper outside the camp. They ain't nowhere to go. we just going to stay. Let's just sit here and die. One of the lepers popped up. Jerry said what? He said, hey, bump this, man. Let's go. Let's give it a shot. Come on. Let's give it a shot. Let's try to go and give it a go. Maybe something might happen. And the Bible said, as they praised the Lord and as they got up and as they moved towards places of victory guess what happened the bible said that the enemy heard them and four guys five guys sounded like an army of the lord until the ears of their enemy and they left the spoil and left all the goods packed up their stuff and ran away because the bible said it sounded like an army in their ear when the man of god was touching the opportunity to go for it and he said they left the spoil and it was days of spoil they had to pack up and bring back because of the victory they that God gave him, because in the place to praise, it brought what? It scattered the enemies of life. And just like Jehoshaphat said, he said, listen, he said, if you sing praise, look at it right there, pop it up there, he said, when they sang and when they praised, when they begin to sing and they begin to praise, then the Lord moved.